are back with Thursdays. True and Trivial Talk. True and Trivial Talk. We have got a great program for you today. We've, we've been gone for a couple weeks. You yeah, know? man. It, it feels like it's been forever. It feels good to be back. It so, feel good. today we are going to have a jingle battle. Jingle battle. What is the jingle battle? I'll explain when we get to it. Okay. This is just a teaser. And so then after that, we're <laughs> going to do a Matthew West song. We're going to look at it and do some life application from it. We got a great question from somebody online. And we thought we could kind of tie these two things together, especially as we look at the holidays. And then at the very end, I'm going to tease this a little bit. We are going to give you a life hack for Christmas. Yep. All right. Don't want to miss it. We're going to do a lot of Christmas stuff next couple weeks because it is December. Tis the season. To go crazy for Christmas. (laughs) I love Christmas, man. Hey, you got to love Christmas. Yeah, okay. Well, let's. Christ in it. And if you didn't love Christmas, you'd be a horrible Christian. Well, we can't move on to Christmas without talking about Thanksgiving. How was your Thanksgiving? Man, Thanksgiving was awesome. We went camping, did like a camping Thanksgiving for a couple days. It was fantastic. Was it like cold? It was a little cold. Okay. Uh, the first night was freezing, uh, but we had a little. We cheated with the space <laughs> heater and the giant tent, and it was a lot of fun. Glamping, yeah. Little, hey, for bit. you, glamp like you <laughs> call clamp clamping. You call camping at a cabin camping. Oh, this is a real tent, man. Yeah, real sleeping bags. Yeah, yeah. But we, it was good. You it was had a good, fun. good Thanksgiving. We did. In fact, it was really funny when we came back. We had recorded. The Macy's Day Parade, which was sad to see no crowds there. Uh, it was weird. It was kind of depressing. Weird. Yeah. Um, but my son was watching the Macy's Day Parade, and he had the, all the balloons coming through. You know, you see Snoopy, you see the superheroes, and all of a sudden this huge balloon comes out, and he says, hey, look, it's Cheese Bob. I'm like, Cheese Bob? <laughs> SpongeBob. <laughs> mm, he does look like cheese. Yeah. Uh, some of you saw that in my post on Facebook about that. But yeah, I think I need to work on my kids' cultural knowledge a little bit. It's okay know, that you I mean, don't let your kid watch SpongeBob. He's, they're not missing out. Yeah, Let's just like be honest four? about that. Yeah, he's he maybe a little young for SpongeBob. So, but in, in all fairness, a giant floating sponge that's square does look like cheese. It does. How about you, dude? How was your Thanksgiving? Yeah, it was good, man. We uh, we stayed close to home and had, you know, had a, an amazing meal and had some fun memories and so it was good now let me ask you about this because i as i'm eating thanksgiving meal i, I think about you every thanksgiving because i feel so I'm, special i'm enjoying well <laughs> just for a second um like i'm enjoying this meal and i know that that somewhere down the road my buddy daniel does not like Thanksgiving food. Way to out me like that, brother. Way to, way to. <laughs> it's like that scene in Friends where like they accuse Ross of not liking ice cream. It's like, well, you know, who is it? Like Chandler didn't like puppies or dogs. He's like, well, Ross doesn't like ice cream. He's like, it's 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 too cold. <laughs> so let's talk about this, man. You so never thanks, liked Thanksgiving food, huh? Thanksgiving food. I'm just not crazy about it. Like I don't like turkey. I just don't like. Oh, you don't like turkey. Like smoked turkey from Rudy's. We're good. We're good. Okay. All Stuffing, right. uh, it's okay. Mashed tates were good. Green beans were good. I just don't crave it. I'm like, I, I don't feel like I'm missing anything. Oh, man. So, needless to say, I we didn't have it. any Thanksgiving food for our camping thing. So, what'd you have? We had like chili mac. It was good. It was like chili, but with like some noodles and some cheese. And you're camping. You got to do chili. Okay. Good. All right. We had pumpkin pie, though. <laughs> I love me some pumpkin pie. Now, I actually do. I know we, we hate it on the pumpkin now spice. Your family, it, I love <laughs> pumpkin pie. I do. But I okay. like to. Ha- Here's the thing, though. I like to have a little bit of pumpkin pie with my whipped cream. It's mostly whipped cream. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't like pumpkin spice. You don't like Thanksgiving food. Okay. Now, does your family like Thanksgiving food? They're okay with it. Okay. Yeah, they're okay with it. All right. But you don't. Brooke doesn't like you know Thanksgiving food either. She's like, eh. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, that, that's pretty. That's like a God thing. How you guys like we're perfect came together? Yeah, okay. Perfect Was that one of the first things you like found out? Like, what do you do for Thanksgiving? First question: Do you like Thanksgiving yeah. food or not? Okay, this is the one. We're done. We're she doesn't like it either. Propose okay. like the next day. No. Yeah. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, so you my, had to, my turkey was good. Your turkey was good. I'm yeah, glad to hear that, brother. All, all the fixings, amazing. Love Thanksgiving. Okay, good for you. You don't, but that's cool. Well, we're done oh. with Thanksgiving, yeah. and now it's on to Christmas. Okay, and we got uh, what are we gonna do here? We're gonna talk about Christmas food. No, we're not. No, no. no. Maybe in the future. Guaranteed to make you hungry but- <laughs> every time. What we're gonna do next is we are going to talk about we're gonna do jingle battles. Mm. Now, Daniel, did you ever grow up? Where you and your friends would get together and talk about like Superman versus Batman and oh, yeah. who would win. Oh yeah, every time it's it was like uh, it was always Batman, right? Um, Should have been, right? Martha, <laughs> no, no. But you got together and you say, okay, if, if these two were in a fight, or even like your dad's, like my dad could beat up your dad, or I, I don't know. But mm. it, it, we're talking. We're gonna do jingle battles today, where we're gonna take two popular Christmas characters okay. and pit them up against each other to see who would win in a fight. Not that we're condoning fighting, but if, if no, these this two, is a hypothetical <laughs> fight, okay? If these two characters were in a battle with a particular weapon, who would win? Okay, all right, all right. You want to go first? Uh, yeah, I'll go first. You go our, first, our first battle for jingle battle jingle Sunday, battle. Sunday, Sunday. Oh. All right, our first jingle. Now here's the instructions. First, we're gonna in, 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 analyze analyze the <laughs> competitors, debate their battle skills, select the champion, and rejoice in your prediction if it's right or wrong. Yeah. All right, so the first battle is between Kevin from Home Alone and Elf. Kevin's weapon is the um, tar and BB gun. Yes. And Elf, you know, Will Ferrell, his weapon of choice is the cauldron of syrup. Okay, so these two were to go up Kevin is an eight-year-old, right? And Elf is a thirty-six-year-old. Let's just keep that in mind. Okay. Yes, so we but, have some but Kevin body did, mass. But Kevin did take on here. two two criminals, and uh, and yeah, I feel like Elf is too innocent to win in any kind of battle. Hmm. Like it might end up like this, you know. <laughs> but he can throw a mean snowball. Yeah, he can. He can. But he I, can he can like snowball assassinate. He's like yeah, sniper with that. That's true. He's pretty good with that. But um, and he has Elf magic. A yep. little bit. All right, so who's my, the winner of this? Who do you think? Uh, my money would be on Kevin. I'm going to go with Alf on this. He could just, like, if he really put his mind to it, get the Christmas spirit, uh, he could smother him. I feel like he's a grown-up. You think so? I feel that's what I think. Oh, so how do we how do we settle this? All right, according to Santa's records here. Santa's, so, oh, you went to Santa. I went to Santa, yeah. You went San- to Santa and Santa is him. evaluating and recruiting, oh. apparently. And according to Santa's recruitment, Kevin wins. Kevin wins. Kevin wins. Yes. Yep. Yes. The kid survived good. New York on his own. I'm pretty sure an elf isn't going to give him <laughs> any trouble. Good job, Kevin good McAllister. In New York right now. Kevin McAllister, I guess he's got game. All right. Yeah, What's man. the next one? All right. The next one, we've got Rudolph. I love that movie. Rudolph from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer versus Scrooge, Scrooge. from Christmas Carol. And can I just say this before we talk about this? That animatronic, you know, the, the claymation thing with Rudolph in it. Yeah. Santa Claus in there, I feel like, is not a very good Santa Claus. He's, he's kind of mean. He's the fact that he mean. banishes toys to the Misfit Island just because yeah. they're not perfect. I'm sorry. That is a not a, that's not the real Santa Claus, kids. Okay, yeah. The real Santa Claus would not do that. And he didn't treat Rudolph very nice at first. Let's just be real about that. Yeah. That's just how I feel about it. Yeah. So. Okay. Good to know. All right. So their weapons. 
Rudolph has a gang of misfit toys. The mm. misfit to toys you talked about, he's now utilizing them as a part of his gang. And then you've got Scrooge with his bag of golden coins. That's a hefty, I mean, I will crush you with my wallet. Yeah, <laughs> you know? right? So, I mean, so like the misfit toys, you got the... You got the. I feel like Scrooge uh, would be outnumbered on this. You got the gun that shoots jelly and. So and, pretty ineffectual. Yeah. Um, <laughs> attack methods, perhaps. And Scrooge, like his crankiness, like if he just cranked up his he crankiness, a, he, he's he could a mean wob sucker. somebody with that, that bag of money and that cane. All right. Um, so what do you think? I'm going to go with numbers on this. Like, I feel like they could just sort of, like ants, just crawl over him and just and defeat, defeat Scrooge. That's my thinking on this. Okay. All right. Well. According to Santa, because I asked him too, Santa <laughs> said Scrooge would win. All right. This guy gave what? Rudolph a black eye <laughs> to compliment his red nose. <laughs> He's got all the colors. <laughs> Scrooge should not be messed with in the morning uh, time. I guess he's that crankiness wins. Yeah, dude. Crank up the crankiness. Yes. All right, next one. This one is the Grinch versus um Mrs. Claus. Mrs. Claus. I Ooh. The Grinch versus Mrs. Claus. This is a tricky one because yeah. you would think initially you would think the Grinch because he's very strong. Yeah. Right? And he's very mean. So put those two things together. He could do some pretty raunchy stuff. His weapons are the roasted beast. <laughs> and her <laughs> Mrs. Claus' weapons is the poisoned cookies. Oh. oh. Man, this is a kind of a scary Mrs. Claus. Does she uh, poison the cookies? I guess for really bad, like it's like a security measure for people breaking into the this North may, Pole. This may be the same, uh, she may be married to the same Santa that's in the Rudolph movie. <laughs> I know, right? It's a fictional, yeah. fictional version here. All right, so who do you think would win? My money would have to be on on the Grinch. Really? Man, he's got all that, yeah. All, all. See, I my thinking is cookies are pretty tantalizing. People yeah. fall for cookies all the time. I know I do. I fall for the cookie. <laughs> and I feel like she would win with the cookies. And guess what? I'm right. Because you asked Santa. And of course, Santa that. would say Mrs. Claus. I know. He's a little biased he'd, on this. He'd be in trouble if he biased. didn't, right? So, someone must protect the North Pole with Santa gone. This is true. That woman should not be messed with ever. Ever again. All right. Okay. What's the next right. one, dude? Next one. We've got the conductor from Polar Express. Mm. Love that movie, by the way. Yeah. You got the conductor from Polar Express going up. Against Arnold from Jingle All the Way. Nice. All right, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold. I, yeah. <laughs> Get to the chopper with my yeah. Christmas presents. <laughs> All right. All right. So who do you think is going to win this battle, man? All right. So, uh, man, I, I I grew up loving Arnold, so I would uh, I would have to say Arnold. Does this Arnold in his like? Power Man suit. What was that name of the the, the oh, faux superhero in the movie? I forgot. Oh, I think it was Power Man. Turbo Man. It was Turbo, Turbo Man. Man. Yeah, Turbo yeah, Man. Yeah. I loved so that movie as a kid. That's it was, actually his, Sinbad was funny in that yeah, movie. Yeah, he was funny. That's actually his his weapon. So if they the were to Turbo go up Man against suit. each other, he's got his Turbo Man suit. Mm. And then the conductor, he's got scalding hot chocolate. See, I feel like scalding hot chocolate is also dangerous, but I got to go with Arnold. I got to go with Arnold. <laughs> Arnold. What's it be? Santa didn't say Arnold. What? Come Santa on. Santa said the conductor. All right. Why? Well, he says you won't need a ticket to ride this train. All right. You best the believe. Page. You best believe that 
the conductor is going to win this match. Hmm. So I, I you know what yeah, Santa I don't know that I agree with work on this Santa. list. All right, I got I one know. for you. This is the Nutcracker versus okay. Jack Frost. Oh, okay. And All this right. is Jack Frost from the Guardians, the Christmas Guardians or the yeah. Holiday Guardians or something, which actually was a pretty cool movie. Yeah. Um so Nutcracker versus Jack Frost, weapon of choice, of course, an army of rats. Yeah. Somehow. And Jack Frost is icy breath. Mm. All right. I hate rats, by the way. Um, I would fear I, the Nutcracker. <laughs> I would have to say Jack Frost. Jack Frost, you're right, my friend. Oh, good deal. Okay. Jack was cold-hearted against the army of mice. You would be mad too <laughs> if you were always freezing. For yeah, for real, man. <laughs> this is why he's so cranky? Because I make his office so cold all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it is cold in here, by the way. It is cold. We all can't right. have the you know the heat running and jacking up our microphones. You know. Okay, you say so. All right, you got another. All right, one next me? one. We got Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown, and he has got his. Who's he? Who's he fighting against? Well, I'm going to tell you in just a second. Okay, so he has his uh, tiny Christmas tree, and he's going up against the little drummer boy. What? The little drummer boy. <laughs> so random. Has his drumsticks. His drumsticks. So, hey, as a former drummer, I used to play drums. Uh, uh, you can do some what? damage. You yeah. used to play drums. Yes, I did, man. In oh, fact, I accidentally no, put that not. on my resume before for my first youth festival job. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, our and I'd never played with a band before. I just like self taught whatever. Like, hey, we need a band. We need a drummer in our worship band. I'm like, ah, uh, yeah, sure, I'll um. <laughs> I'll get on that. And I, got I never knew you played the drums. It was awful. Okay. <laughs> it was awful. All right. Yeah. Okay. So who, who wins this battle? Well, what I, do you think? Like, as a drummer, me, I'm going to say, I'm going to go with the drummer boy. Those drumsticks can do some damage, man. It's like numbjicks. Watch it. Ah. No. Nope. 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 Charlie Brown. All those years Is of gonna... dealing, all those years of dealing with Lucy, Charlie finally snapped. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna bore you to death. Is what Rest he's gonna do. in peace, drummer boy. Oh, yes. I don't agree with that at all. He took all right. that little tree and boom. <laughs> all right, well, I got one for you. This okay. is Herbie. Hermy. 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 Herbie. That's yeah. the, the car. Hermy um, from <laughs> from Rudolph. It says Herbie on my list. <laughs> it's Herbie. It Herbie. Yeah, it's Hermy. But yeah. he's from um, the Rudolph animation yeah. against. The Bumble. The Bumble. Hermie versus the Bumble. So you got a little tiny dentist elf versus a gigantic abominable snowman. Okay. So who wins? Oh, man. Um, what, are, what are the weapons we got here? Weapons. His weapon is dental floss. Dental floss. Dental floss. <laughs> We're both having a hard time reading I know. Here. It's, it's really so tiny. small. <laughs> and then, of course, the abominable snowman, the Bumble, his weapon is a mountain of snow. Mountain of snow. I could do some serious damage. Oh, dental floss, huh? Uh, I would have to, I'd say the Bumble. The Bumble? Yeah. So he's really strong and the dentist is really smart. So let's see who wins. And the winner is Hermie. Hermie. Hermie, that's right. While the Yeti had fangs so sharp, Hermie was excellent at pulling teeth. Game over. Mm. That's right. If, if he takes away his weapon, his fangs, I guess he's that's true. defanged and de Yeah, that, that is what happened in the movie. True. All right. Okay. All right. Another one? Yes. So we have Cindy Lou Who from The Grinch. Okay. Versus. Cindy Lou Who's going up against Ralphie from Christmas Story. <laughs> <laughs> it's his, wait, it was his little brother that was in the snowsuit, wasn't that's it? That's right. Yeah. I can't put my arms up. <laughs> okay. I love Christmas movies. All right. So, uh, Cindy Lou Who has an exploding ornament. Ooh. Yep. And Ralphie has the leg lamp. 
The leg leg. <laughs> so in a jingle battle. I'm totally going with two... Ralphie on this. Leg lamp all the way. It's got, so? it's got more leverage. You know, exploding thing, the splash damage just may not you know, do any damage. I'm going with uh, Ralphie. You're right. It is I Ralphie. Ain't going right. like, do, you, <laughs> hey, do you even remember on Christmas Story the kind of beating that Ralphie gave to that kid? I mean, come the on. rage, the rage monster. This kid needs some anger management for it's sure. Like, what's dude perfect with the the, the rage monster? The rage monster yeah. starts destroying everything. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. For it me. could happen. All right, man. Next I got one. another one for you. We got two more. Two more. This is the Battle of the Snowmen. Yes, Olaf. Versus Frosty. Olaf, his weapon Ooh. of choice is Elsa's magic. Whoa, that's actually pretty. That's pretty formidable. formidable, it's, formidable. Frozen. it's Frozen a Christmas movie. I feel like it's wintry, so it can be. Uh, okay, it All sort right. of cheats. I guess Disney did release it, right? Uh, yeah. And then Frosty's weapon is flamethrower, which seems oddly inappropriate for a snowman. Like, shouldn't he have like a broomstick? Like, it's a one shot. He's got a flamethrower? <laughs> a flamethrower. Why does the snowman have a flamethrower? I do not know. This is so okay, random. Okay, all right. But what's funny on this, their scale of intelligence is like almost like nothing for both of them. <laughs> <laughs> so they're even on the intelligence scale. Yeah. All right, so magic versus flamethrower. What do you think? Oh, um, I'm thinking if he got a flamethrower, he'd, like, he'd melt pretty quick. I'd say Frosty. I, yeah, I, I agree with you on this, and the winner is Frosty. If he has a flamethrower, it's game over. Yeah. Santa, <laughs> like, Santa over. agrees with this, too. Yeah, <laughs> totally. All right. All right, you got one last one. All right, us. so we got the Ghost of Christmas Past versus the Ghost of Christmas Future from oh, Scrooge. Okay. okay. Both of these from from Scrooge. All Let's right. So here you've got uh, the Ghost of Christmas Past. He's got the power of uh, mimicry. And then you've got mm. the Ghost of Christmas Future with the power of mind control. Whoa. So in a battle, who would win? Mind control can do some serious damage. Yeah. I'm going to go mind control um, for the – the that's the future one, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with Christmas Future. You are right. Yes, my friend. Another yes. one. <laughs> mind control can turn any opponent powerless. It's true. Control the mind, control the battle. It's, uh, I feel like there's some really good spiritual application in there. Yeah, I think so, too. Control the mind. That's why C.S. So Lewis too. had uh, all the all the creatures in his book. So, like, the bad creatures had animal heads and human bodies. Right. Uh, like the Minotaur and that kind of thing. But all the good creatures had human heads and animal bodies. In other words, like the mind of Christ controls um, our our decisions and whatnot. That's cool. Yeah. Really unless, cool you're, unless you're Aslan. And unless you're, you're Aslan. You're he's, all, he's just, he's, he's he's just awesome. all animal. Yeah, he's all animal. All yeah. good. <laughs> all right. Well, that concludes our jingle battle. Yes. Yeah. That, well done. That was fun. That wasn't like too violent, was it? No. We didn't okay. We didn't get too gory. It was a PG, G rated battle. Yeah, it's just for fun. Like, you know. It's for fun. Yes. All right. In a second, we are going to transition to our question that we received from someone as we look at the Matthew West song. And uh, we're going to do some live application from it. So we'll see you in five seconds. See you then. All right. We are back. Here we go. I don't know what you did with your whole five seconds, but now is the time where we are going to look at a question we got from somebody online. Um, thank you very much for participating in that. We always appreciate questions mm -hmm. and ideas for content, things you want us to talk about or answer. We do our best. And this question... 
uh, is made us think about the song by Matthew West called Truth Be Told. Okay, mm-hmm. and so we're going to look at that song a little bit here in a second to kind of help us tackle with this question some, because one, you hear it on the radio, and you might make, remind you of this a little bit, and I think it's got some really good application in it. And so the question that we got was how to give an honest response when people ask, how are you? Mm, wow. That's a tough – I mean, what yeah. are some of the problems with the, that phrase, how are you? That you see. I mean, it's loaded. Yeah. <laughs> it's certainly loaded, right? You know, uh, how, how can you be completely honest? I mean, there's if, if you're having a lot going on, like how do you how do you share that when we've kind of reduced the, hey, how are you? It's it's a greeting. It's not. It a is a greeting. Yeah. And uh, the tricky thing is to figure out: is this a greeting or is this a getting to know? Yeah. Is someone really asking you, "Hey, how you doing?" Yeah. You know, in trying to read their facial expressions in the context of the question, the physical space. If I'm walking by Matt in the in the foyer and Sunday morning, I'm like, hey, man, how are you? It's just like me saying hi. Yeah. I mean, you know, if he starts going off, well, man, last night was really rough. I'm like, dude, I, I don't care. I didn't ask. I didn't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, <laughs> I do care. But in that moment, I'm walking by you. I'm just saying hi. <laughs> it's kind of like in Lion King where you remember when uh, when uh, Simba first Simba. meets uh, Timon and Pumbaa. <laughs> oh. And uh, – and you know they just met him, and and they're kind of they're trying to find out more about him, and and uh, they ask him, and he he says, oh I, I don't want to talk about it. And Timon says, good, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> I, sometimes I think that's kind of how how we get. It's like, yeah. you know, do we really want to know? And that's mm. as as Christians, you know, we should be involved in other people's life, and and we got to be careful not to make that a just a greeting. But if we're going to ask the question, then mean what you say when you ask the question. I think we're all guilty of this. Yeah. We're, we're all guilty of And so trying to figure out whether it's a greeting or getting to know is, I think, the first question. If someone, yeah. And also the context of physical space. If you're walking by somebody and somebody asks you how you're doing, you know, you might just – how to respond to that when, like, you know you're not in a good place. You might just say, yeah. hey, why don't we talk about the – you know, I'm, I'm all right, but why don't we talk some more later or something. Yeah. You know, where you can That's find – if you do want to talk to them and really answer that question when you know they're not really digging for anything. Right. Maybe that'll hint to them, hey, I need to ask this question again or follow up. Or know? what if you're what if you're on the receiving end and how do you respond to someone who, who tells you, you know, I'm I'm not doing so good. Especially uh, if you weren't prepared for that. <laughs> that's that's tough. Yeah. Because you, know, you have to mentally switch gears. You might have just been saying, Hey, how are you doing? And you may be in a hurry and you're thinking, Oh, I don't I don't really have time for this. But and, and that's tough to put the agenda down yeah. and to listen to somebody. I'm awful at this. I, I'm a I'm a list checker. I'm a get things done. I'm kind of impatient by nature, and <laughs> I have to slow down, take deep breaths because I like to just get moving and get stuff done. And so yeah. Matt's a lot better at this. He, oh, I, I will give you credit for this. You are way better at giving people your time and being present. So much so you you missed the baptism once. <laughs> yes, I was. Yeah, I did. I was I was in the middle of. Counseling someone, and uh, yeah, I, I forgot that I was supposed to be baptizing. So, <laughs> so I, I met one person's needs, and I failed another person. So. No, it's all good, dude. Uh, but I, I got to give him kudos I'm, on that. Well, I appreciate that. I'm, I, I don't feel like I'm always good at that. I, I, I get caught up in task too, and and uh, we got to remember that it's about people, and yeah. people are the most important thing. And, this and is true. We can't, we can't put tasks above people. Yes, there are tasks that have to be done for you know, like. A lot of people, but in the moment when when there's someone hurting, you got to figure out a way to yeah. to meet that need. Even if you're busy and just saying, "Man, I really want to, I want to catch up." Can we talk a little bit more 
after this and uh, just letting them know that you do want to talk. Yeah. Now may not be the best time, but that you you are concerned. We for really them. have to battle, com- not complacency, but superficiality. Yeah. Especially, I think you see this a lot in Southern cultures where we're all pretty, you know, affable and friendly and whatnot. Yeah. Man, you go. <laughs> I remember it being more of a culture shock in New Jersey where people will just shoot you straight, you know, yeah. a lot more. And you, you appreciate the honesty, but sometimes like, um, could you sugarcoat that just a little bit? <laughs> just just a tiny bit, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But let's look at this Matthew West song because yeah, I think it's got some great, great quotes. So the first line in the song, and this is a song called Truth Be Told, where he sort of, Matthew West sort of confronts this superficiality mm-hmm. that we sometimes can be plagued by in our churches and sort of begging for something real. Mm-hmm. And the first uh, line he has this, it says, line number one, you're supposed to have it all together. And when they ask how you're doing, just smile and tell them never better. Yeah. You know? Uh, that, it, that is, that's life. I mean, you know, when when you feel like you've got to cover that, you feel like you've got to just say, hey, things are going good because you don't want to get to the real because if if you share the real, first of all, you, you feel like you're inconveniencing someone, but also you're, mm. you're like, well, they think that you're, a mess, yeah. and it's okay to to for people to think you're a mess if if you know things are messy. You you need people that are going to be there and encouraging and pray for you. There has to be freedom to be real. Yeah, you know we have to create a culture of of in a space where people can feel like they can be vulnerable, where it's safe. Yeah. And that's challenging to do, especially in a, a larger setting. You're going to see that more in small groups. And one of the things I like to do with my young adults is say, "Listen, this is a safe place." And I hate that phrase, but no, it's. This is a place where you can be honest and real, the judgment-free zone. You know, mm-hmm. we have to make spaces and where people can feel like they're not going to be judged for being honest and real about what they're struggling. Yeah. Um, That's good. So, yeah. So yeah. there's sort of two sides to this, too. You know, you have to be willing to be real if you want people to listen to what you're going through. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, feel it out some. Sure. And we have to be on the receiving end, be willing to listen and give if there someone's going to be vulnerable with us, we, we have, have to, to be vulnerable. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. We can't pretend like we have it all together either. Yeah. It's got to be reciprocated to some degree. For sure. Let's talk about line number two in the song. It says, okay. Everybody's life is perfect except yours. So mm. keep your messes and your wounds and your and your secrets safe with you behind closed doors. Yeah, and it goes along with what we were just saying that you you feel like everyone else has it all together and you yeah. don't. So since they have it all together. They're not going to want to hear your mess, and that's a lie. Like, um, I mean, you can't speak for everyone, right? I yeah. mean, there may be some out there that that don't want to hear it. But if we're ever going to get past this, it has to start with us. You know, we can't control how other people respond. But if we want a culture, uh, a, a culture here in, in in this church, and you know, just in Christendom where where we are honest and real, mm-hmm. then. And it's got to start with us. And it's so easy to look through Facebook and go, man, Aaron's life is perfect. Right. They've got the perfect family yeah. and nothing. Their kids don't yell and scream and yep. they, you know, they don't get upset <laughs> with their kids. Everything's, yeah. oh, yeah. you know, perfect. No, 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 no. Yeah. We, we post the best of ourselves on Facebook. Oh, yeah. I, I tell our students this, uh, that you're you're looking at someone's highlight reel mm. and uh you're not you're not seeing their you're fail, not seeing their behind the scenes the fail blog you know, you know? <laughs> you're seeing the edited stuff you're not seeing all the behind the scenes stuff and because you live in that and you're thinking ah oh, my life's a mess well everyone's life has messiness to it yeah you know, but we and, don't air that. No. And, you know, that's one of the things we try to do in the podcast. We try to be real with you guys, especially like when we have flubs and we mess up in the podcast, like we keep it, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like at the time like you, you thought I was playing footsie with you. Like, yeah. no, dude, just 
quit yelling in the microphone, you know? Um, but we try to keep things real and being honest with us about our strengths and weaknesses. Because um, we got them. <laughs> we ain't perfect. Sure. And it's easy. It's really easy, I think, for pastors, for us to say, we have to put out this veneer and say, listen, we got it all together. We got no problems because nope. we feel like we have to set this example. Yeah. A part of the example we want to strive to set is one of being willing to be a little bit vulnerable. Yeah. And to take ownership of our own failings and ownership of our own weaknesses as well. So, we are human too. No doubt. All right. There's another quote in here I really dig from the song. It says, I don't know why it's so hard to admit it when being honest is the only way to fix it. Yeah. You know? Yep. And it's being true. Real. Being real. You got to be good. real. It's got, and, and, and watch when you do this. Like, you know, when you... When next time someone asks you and you just say, man, I got to tell you, it's been a rough morning, you'll see there will mm. be some people that won't know what to do with that. Like sure. it'll it'll cause them to feel a little uncomfortable because they're so used to, yeah, how's it going? Good, good, good. All right. You know, it's it's a greeting. And I remember in college, man, I hated that. I went to a Christian school. It drove me nuts in college too. Yeah. I went to a Christian school and that was just the greeting. And I was just like, I'm so tired of having to answer, hey, I'm good, I'm good, when I wasn't good. Like I just failed my theology exam. <laughs> but no one wants to hear that, right? I know, right? So we got to be real. It's got to start with us. Right. The song ends by uh, by saying, uh, Matthew West says, Can I really stand here unashamed knowing that your love for me won't change? Oh, God, if that's really true, then let the truth be told. And um, that really gets to the heart of it. Yeah. Yeah. Being real with, with God. Got to be real with him first. Yeah. You know, I, I quoted this before, but, you know, confession's good for the soul. Mm-hmm. And not just confession, but just unloading, like David unloaded in the Psalms, right? Yeah. I mean, just telling him all the issues and problems he's going through, all the people that hate him and trying to kill him and all his, just his funk, what he's going through. Yeah. And he'd always sort of concede to, God, you are sovereign. You're in control. I will yeah. submit to you. And I will submit, I think, also my my emotions to you. God, here's my hurt and my pain. You carry it. Mm-hmm. And then as we're real with God, like, who else should we be real with? Like, yeah. it forces us to be real with ourselves, Right, mm-hmm. and which can be painful and difficult, but it's like a surgeon's scalpel, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and then if we're able to be real with God and ourselves, and who else do we need to be real with? Yeah, I mean, and that we got to be real with each other, but yeah. we also got to figure out like who who can receive that and who's True. who's going to take that well, and and some may not. But you, yeah, we're going to see on Sunday. I'm sure there's going to be people that that come to us where we we say hi to them and they and they'll put know, us in like, the test. <laughs> I know, so we got to be on our A game this Sunday for sure, and being being real about that. So but, when I see you in the in the lobby, I'm gonna say, uh, if you ask me, hey, how's it going? I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's been a it. rough morning, Daniel. You got a certain example. We're gonna see if you stop and actually yeah. hear about my rough morning. You know, I will say, if you want this kind of authentic conversations with people, you got to be proactive a little bit. Yeah. It can't just happen by accident to some degree. You have to develop relationships. And I, I had someone contact me and said, listen, I really want someone to mentor me. Yeah. And I said, all right, let me, I'm going to find somebody that can really invest in your life. And so I called somebody up and said, hey, would you be able to kind of connect with this person and really be there to listen to them and encourage them? And so they did, you know, and just, it's so cool to see stuff like that happen. It's cool when people take the initiative to have those meaningful conversations and they know they need them. Yeah. And I want to encourage you to do that too. Yeah. And I I want to encourage you too to to be that person this week where where you go to someone and you ask how they're doing. And if they just give you the surface answer, like be willing to dig and say, no, really? Are you, are you? Be conversational archaeologists. Yes. Be willing to dig. 
You know, being Indiana Jones. Yeah, being. <laughs> Although Indiana Jones was a horrible archaeologist, yeah, he, he wasn't destroyed a very good and broke more <laughs> things. Anyway, uh, we're not going to get off on that tangent, but. Again, thank you for this question, and question. I encourage you to go listen to the song. We're not going to play the song because of copyright stuff and Google, blah, 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 blah. You can find it pretty easily. You can find it. Just Google hey. Matthew West. Or listen to K-Love, Truth you know, once, once an hour. I Once uh, an hour. It's on K-Love. <laughs> That's probably true. All right. Well, this uh, this concludes our sort of serious segment, and we're going to finish out with a very short segment. We're going to do a helpful slot about life hacks. And then we're going to do some Christmas life hacks. I think we're going to try and do this every week until Christmas, a Christmas life hack. Matt, you've got a really special one for us. <laughs> I don't know how special it is, but uh, we were talking this whole talk about Thanksgiving dinner. Um, I saw online, and I was so excited about this because it's Christmas dinner in a can. Oh, that sounds so delicious. Christmas dinner. Yes, in a can. So Any food that comes in a can is so in this good. In this can, and we all know that the, some of the best cranberry sauce is the one that comes in the lump in the can, right? Oh, sure. Um, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And dog food. So, so in this can... <laughs> Can you got you got turkey, you got the you got the put. It's you, gonna be a big can. You got the cranberry sauce. You've got uh, potatoes. You've got oh. stuffing, gravy. Like I saw this, saw a picture of this, and I got so excited because I thought, hey, you know, no, I'm not that no. I'm going to put this out in front of my family for Christmas, but hey, I'm a youth can. pastor. I'm a youth pastor, and we're always looking for like nasty stuff to feed our students, mm. uh, like for games and stuff, like frozen it's mayonnaise a, ice cream eating contest. Yeah, you could do that. You could do that. Um, so I was so excited to get this and uh, did some research. I saw the graphics, saw what it actually looked like outside of the can, and then got to dig in and. It's fake. It's fake. They even yeah. had a fake Christmas one too, didn't they? Yeah, they have Chris. Uh, they have fake Thanksgiving dinner in a can, and then of course Christmas dinner <laughs> so in a can. So Matt's life hack is don't fall for the fake Christmas dinner in a can. Yes, don't do it. Well, let's talk about you because uh, there's something that you don't want to fall yes. for either. My my life hack for you this Christmas is don't get hacked. <laughs> don't get hacked. <laughs> don't get hacked. I there's on Facebook you will find these amazing deals on. You know things that you're interested in buying, and they're mm-hmm. totally fake websites. But they look totally real. Now, I I'll be totally real with you. I fell for this. I fell for this. I didn't do to get on the Google's fast enough. There was an advertisement in my feed for cheap Keen sandals. Normally, sandals are like 150 bucks, 100 dollars. Like they're selling them for 25 dollars. Like oh my word, this is amazing. And I went <laughs> to the website. Like this looks really legit. They have all these different sandals and whatnot, and it's so tantalizing. And so you know, Brooke went and ordered one, and then she's like. Right before, right after, right before she hit send, she's like, "Hey, do you check uh, to make sure this is a really for sure legit site?" I'm like, "Yeah, I think it is." Well, let me check real quick. And she hit, but go ahead and order them. And she ordered them, and sure enough, within like the first Google hit, I looked up. It said, "This may be a suspicious website." Oh no! Yeah, and a lot of times, if it's a really new website, it'll say, you know, the Google searches on different websites will right. say, "We there's not enough information to tell you whether this is a bad or good website or not." Yeah, but it will say. This site has only been around for like two days. And so if the site's only been around for two days and it's like a national brand, don't buy anything from it. Don't do it. Don't do it. So what happened? Uh, I've never got my Keen sandals. I lost 30 bucks. Oh, yeah. So, and I almost fell for this for Legos too. Thank you, John Woods. He's like, hey, I know you love Legos. Here's this awesome website. It's all about some discount Legos. Like, this is amazing. Get the Death Star Lego. It's normally like $4 for $30. I'm like, this has got to be too true. Good for true. And sure enough, go on the Googles. And the website only been around for a couple of days. So, oh. like, nope, don't do it. So be careful of these like fake, fake 
Like what looks like legit websites you see advertised on Facebook because they are not real. Yes. Not real. Just so like we, Christmas dinner in a can. And as soon as we ordered those Keens, I found it was not legit. We had to cancel our credit card and it was a credit card we used for like everything. So all our accounts had to be updated and that was not good. That's a pain. So that is my life hack for you. Our Christmas gift hacked. to you. Don't get hacked. Don't do it. So... <laughs> All right. Um, We are trying to keep our podcast shorter. Uh, We know that you guys have busy lives, and hopefully this has been a little more clipping along. And we're going to wrap this up. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, You know the thing. (laughs) (laughs) Let's pray it out, dude. Uh, You want to pray? I'll pray. All right. Captain Spiritual, go ahead. All right. Lord, thank you for this time together. Thank you so much for uh, this incredible season where you – should be the focus, and Lord, I pray that you would help us to yes, be real with you and to be real with each other. God, help us to uh, be transparent, vulnerable, and uh, Lord, open and willing to listen. And uh, life can get messy, and everyone's life is messy. Lord, may we step into those messy spaces and be there for each other and truly minister to each other. Thank you again for this time. It's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in and listening or watching Absolutely. on Facebook and YouTube and all the sources. If you like this, like it. If you watch it on Facebook, hit, click that thumbs up button. Share it, please. The more people that watch this, we think will benefit from it. This is a ministry of our church, First Baptist Church, Pflugerville, and we're doing this because we love you guys and we want to connect with you all during this whole COVID times and whatnot. Absolutely. Uh, and if you watch it on YouTube, please, please hit that like button or the the thumbs up button and subscribe as much as you can, please. And then uh, what are some our platforms, Matt? You got iHeartRadio. You got favorite. Yeah, my favorite. And then all the others. All the others, Spotify, <laughs> Google, and Apple Podcasts. Yeah. And if you want to go the extra mile and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, please do. It definitely helps uh, the internets know we're out here and people find it and all that good stuff. So well, it's a good one. Yeah, good reviews. Yeah. <laughs> Honest and good reviews. Yeah. Um, so, all right, let's land this plane. We're done. Adios. See you next week. Bye.